Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor. Thanks so much for tuning in again, or if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, this is our first episode of our second year of existence. So I, I made a little post on LinkedIn about this, but first for everybody who listened in our first year of existence, thanks very much for doing so. And we're going to kick off this new year of interviews with Waze and their chief marketing officer, Aaron Clift. Now, I didn't know too much about Waze from the perspective of creating community. For me, it was more just an app to get from point A to point B, but it turns out the brand has a much more devoted community, both of people who use it as consumers and people who contribute to it as contributors. And through one of their most recent and important innovations called Waze Carpool, they're doing a heck of a lot to bring people together under the Waze umbrella to make transportation easier and more convenient. So I can't wait to get into that and I'll let Aaron tell you all about it. And then after the interview, I'll be back with a couple of ways in which you can stay connected with me. But for now, without further ado, this is Waze's Aaron Clift. All right, everybody. I'm uh, here with Aaron Clift from Waze. Aaron, thanks so much for joining the show today. Uh, hello. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's great to be here in the HQ as well. I've never been to this office. I've never been really to this part of the city. I'm not from New York for listeners of the show. but oh, You'll have to spend a little bit more time. I'd love to give you a tour. We have actually a campus of three different offices. So in in New York? In New York. So Waze is part of Google. Right. So we have all of the campuses, uh, a lot of cool history and a lot of fun things to do. Yeah, I bet. Now, how long have you been at Waze? I've been at Waze for almost two years. All right. And Waze has been around for about 10. Waze has been around for 10 years. It was born in Israel uh, 10 years ago by somebody who just thought that there was a better way to build a map. Didn't like what was happening. Built a better way. Recruited his friends to help him. Those friends recruited friends. And the next thing you know, it became somewhat of a, a, a viral growth story. Yeah. And a very successful viral growth story around the world. Friends recruit friends, recruit friends, recruit Aaron eight years in. What <laughs> eight brought years you in. Here? It took me a while. Yeah. Talk about your journey to this point. Yeah, my journey to this point. So, I mean, I would say for the past 25 years, I sit somewhere in the intersection of content, technology, and marketing. I've worked at brands from banks to consultancies yep. to Oprah to Google to Spotify to Waze. Uh, I've held lots of different functions and roles, so from uh, strategy to sales leadership to business marketing to consumer marketing to partnerships, and I think uh, the things that I'm probably most motivated by are companies and brands that are either in startup or hyper growth mode, yep. that are engineering led consumer product companies, and that are fundamentally trying to change consumer behavior to make the world better. And I think for me, I was drawn to ways because it brings all of those things together. Yeah. What are some of the other companies in the space right now that you see as being that like that disruptive as in like that monumental that probably inspired that same sort of energy that inspired you to come to Waze? Yeah, I mean I I would have to point to my former employer Spotify. I mean I think Spotify oh, yeah. fundamentally changed an industry um, by thinking differently and doing things differently um, and uh, so I, I look to them a little bit for that. I think other other players in the space, um, you know, other other ride sharing companies or other transportation companies. We mentioned Lime when we were just having a little chat before. Yep, another interview to be released at some point, either before <laughs> or after this one. Yeah. Um, again, really bold. You know, trying to actually change consumer behavior in a way that helps the communities that you live in by taking cars off the road, which sure. I think is um, a very noble mission. Uh, and then, you know, even brands like Airbnb. 
I mean, where technology comes in and gets people to reimagine things. And I think one of the things that brings all those things together, it also makes your community feel a little bit smaller and yep. more connected because you have to, it's a, it's a leap of faith and a leap of trust a little bit um, powered by technology. Yeah, that's great. Spotify, also a big fan of that. Oh, good. Big, big leader in podcasts now, <laughs> becoming that. Yeah. No, it's super impressive. I am I am a power user and a power fan of and the brand now, and the people. And now the Spotify will be will be the house for the, the first podcast that you've ever done now, as this will be oh, available on Spotify. I love it. That's I love right. it. Now yes. you'll be part of that part of the yes, family. Yes, I never thought I'd be on that side of Spotify, but I'm there loving it. There you are. It. You'll be Thank able to search your own name and find something. <laughs> I know. My, my parents will be so proud. I'm <laughs> <laughs> surprised how many guests they, tell me that. I like, I'm going to show this to my mom. Yeah. They never know what I do. They use Google. Now I can say, now you can Spotify me. Right. Oh, hey. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty cool. All right, cool. Okay. So, um, but you are, of course, here at Waze, and I want to talk about a bunch of stuff going on here, but the first thing I want to do is to uh, get a sense of some of the the, the core values that you have in building this brand, building this team, as you continue the journey started 10 years ago, and that you started yourself two years ago, um, but just to get in your head a little bit about the mentality you have around pushing Waze forward always. Yeah, I mean, I think to um, a great question. Thank you. <laughs> a loaded one. <laughs> it has a lot of parts. Yeah, to there's it. a lot. Yeah, I tend to do that. Um, you know, I think it. I think it's important to think about how ways started and how it sort of grew to begin with to, to be able to answer that question. So, I think most. I think most people who know ways know it as a traffic and navigation app that helps you get to where you need to go faster. Yep. I think that what most people don't know about Waze is that it's actually people-powered. So we use technology to combine the inputs of 120 million users around the globe to help you be able to move through your community better. So we take those inputs using technology um, to, to allow people to contribute to the map itself. Um, I think the other piece that people don't tend to know is that Waze and the app itself is actually part of a much larger ecosystem. So it combines our map editors and, and consumers and drivers who use it every day, but it also combines public and private sector companies, different communities, cities, municipalities, broadcasters, and together all of those inputs go to actually creating the experience that people enjoy today that allows them to save a little bit of time um, to make their commute or wherever they're going that much better. Yeah. So I think some of the things that we think about at Waze all start with those beginnings and that ecosystem and those communities. So we talk to them a lot. We meet with them a lot. We hear from them a lot. And everything that we do from when we think about product innovations to what's important in one country versus another country to how that makes its way onto the map to how we express ourselves, you know, visually and tone and in marketing materials all starts with who those communities and people and partners are and what is important to them because what's important to them becomes important to ways. Of course. And in the the vein of building community and community generally as a value, I want you to talk through ways carpool. A little bit, okay. Because uh, this is something; it's a it's a relatively new innovation. Something obviously that is growing, proliferating. But I want to hear it straight from you. What's that all about? Oh, excellent. We love to talk about ways carpool. Good. <laughs> um, so again, you know, our beginnings were a community of people who knew that if they work together, they can make moving around your community better. I think the other thing is ways has always been really good at working with existing infrastructure. So uh, we are really good at routing people around without having to move streets and roads and bridges and cars. I mean, that's the whole idea behind Waze. Of course. Um, I think the, the idea behind Waze carpool really starts with the trends in mobility. So I think 
when you look at um, just your own commute in, although now I realize that you don't have much of a commute, but now yeah. that you're here in New York City during Ad Week and UN Week, you feel the pain. Uh, yes, you do. <laughs> um, but the reality is, is that all of the innovations that our map editors and drivers and communities could make within existing infrastructure are sort of tapped out. So the number of cars on the roads are set to double by 2040. Innovation and changing in infrastructure is moving at a much, much slower pace. Um, And I think that while the biggest and best companies in the world are all trying to innovate and try to address the problem, we don't really know what will work, when, how much it will cost, who will pay for it. And so when we we think about what Waze was able to accomplish with our community ecosystem of partners, we thought about it in that context and what could we do today. So if people were willing to contribute to the Waze experience and however they've been contributing, what else would our community be willing or want to do to help improve mobility where they live or where they work? And so that's sort of what gave birth to the idea of Waze Carpool, which is um, if you're willing to do all of these things, would you be willing to leave your car at home once a week, twice a week, a couple times a week? Would you be willing to actually you know, give someone a ride that is in your neighborhood or in your place of employment or someone that we're able to connect you to that shares other types of commonalities? Um, and I think that you know, we are super passionate about it inside of Waze because there's simply too many cars on the road too many people who still choose to drive alone. And it has such a negative impact on our economy, on our physical and emotional well-being, on our environment, and I can go on and on and on. Right. Well, I mean, to get ahead of that trajectory, doubling of the cars on the road by 2040, it's not just something which now somebody might consider as a nice to have all carpool. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Sort of seems like from what you're implying in the next 20 years, it will become necessary to do because there's very little room left on Manhattan. There's very little room left in major civilized uh, metropolitan areas. It is, it is, it is a it is a mobility crisis, and I don't use that word lightly. And I think depending on where you live, I mean, I think there's parts of you know the United States, Manhattan being one of them, right. lots of parts of California, um, that, that feel that pressure more than other parts. When you move outside of the U.S. into places like Brazil, where the transportation friction is really, really intense, like there are few choices but to try to do type things like this. Yeah, right. Um, and I think that for ways, I think we feel we feel that we have, um, because of the community of users, because of the trust we've built over that course of time, we feel that we're uniquely positioned uh, to try to get people to reimagine that moment. Got it. So when through ways carpool people are coming together for for a cause but also for it in some cases probably convenience and i have to imagine that it is creating stories all over the place people who didn't know each other before neighbors who got closer yes. co-workers whatever do you have a couple of stories like that or rather what are some of the ways in in which ways fosters those stories to be able to be told yeah that is an excellent question and probably one of the reasons that drew me to ways and one of the things that gets me out of the bed uh most days uh, is that the stories that come out of whether you are using core ways or ways carpool are really um what 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 it becomes the cornerstone of cornerstone of how we like to talk about ways. So the stories of ways carpool they vary from people uh, meeting a coworker that they didn't know to someone finding someone in their neighborhood who loved Indian food, 
this person had never had it. And it, by car carpool ride six, someone was bringing that person lunch every day of things that they should try. Uh, we've had people help plan their weddings. We've had people get new jobs. Um, and on the other side of it, we've had people who used to have to take two buses and a taxi and then walk a mile to get to their job, who are now getting there with half the cost, probably less than half, um, in you know a fourth of the time, and they're able to get home and put their kid to bed. So I think those stories vary depending on who you are um, and what your challenge has been. Yep. But I think that you know, let's be honest, I think that there is there is a leap of faith and there is a trust that says, okay, I'm going to give this a try for the first time because it sounds like, yes, I want to save time. Yes, my commute is terrible. Yes, I care about what's happening around me. Whatever it is, your reason for getting doing that first carpool ride, um, we find that once you do that first carpool ride, it is a magical, delightful moment where you realize I've just met someone new or multiple people because we're not just, you know, we have multi-packs. Um, and you've created a conversation, you get to work or to wherever you're going with less stress, um, and then you continue to ride. I mean, that's sort of, I think taking that first ride is really our challenge. Right. But once people do it, they're it's hooked. Ma there's a magical moment where you realize that there is a better way to do something that you have been doing for such a long time that has been so painful. Right. And all of a sudden you realize that there's, there could be a better way to do it. So you get all these stories then, you hear all these stories of people who are reducing their cost of transport, people who are sharing, uh, whatever, community food, wedding, wedding planning, planning, which is, a, you know, I hear a lot about I mean, weddings uh, from the people. stories are crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, weddings happen everywhere. You know, funny yeah. enough, I was talking yesterday to uh, Leanne Freemar, who's the chief brand officer at J.P. Morgan Chase, who talked about a situation in which uh, customers, uh, two customers met at a branch and worked with Chase to like set up a proposal like inside a bank branch. I mean, like really, really, it, yeah, really, truly. That's amazing. Yeah, it's funny, but like uh, <laughs> people have experiences with brands like this yeah. all the time, including Waze. Obviously, yeah. as you've just said. I so I'm saying all that to set up the next question, which is you get all these stories. I mean, you, you got to be pushing those some of those stories out, right, to show the people the power of community. How, how are you taking this and turning them back into the community to say this is what people are doing once they once they get that first ride yeah. under their belt? Excellent question. Um, I think that I would almost reverse it. So our, these stories are actually bubbling up from our community. So I think some of the best things, so whether you're on any of our social channels or in, in any sort of the blogs or whatnot, um, these stories bubble up really naturally. And we actually invest probably more time and more of our resource in quickly responding to people who are telling us things because it is more important for us to engage people who are using our product, who love our product, or who have challenges with our product than to spend however amount of time doing an RFP, planning a marketing campaign or whatnot. Right, sure. So we actually spend a ton of our time actually trying to pull out some of the stories that are already bubbling up in other places. Got it. Just like reacting as quickly and as possible. And we react this. as quickly as possible, but we also see trends in those and we turn them into storied campaigns. So a couple of those examples, so we have something that we refer to as Ways Wins, and all of these, you know, Wazers who have... Is that what you call them by the Wazers? Is that, we call them Wazers. I've never heard yeah, of them. Yeah, now we have Wazers, we have Waze carpoolers. Okay. Um, but I think that when you when you have a Waze win, it's sort of a moment in time where, I mean, people were just talking about it, you know, in in the world of 
um, this happened and without ways I couldn't have achieved X or right. this happened because of ways it saved me X. Right. And we've turned all these stories, but we want to know what does that mean in the context of somebody's life? So you ask them, so tell us more about it. And people love to tell their stories and we take those stories and we push them out to our communities through other channels. Um, and those, I think that those ways wins, those ways carpool wins, um, are really, I would, I would say sort of the center of, um, our brand. Yeah, I would say so as well. I mean, those are that. So the way that that we on the show would describe authenticity is is the way that you a brand is able to mobilize its masses in this way, perhaps literally, but also to like find those stories, foster them, and yeah. to be able to harness the power of them to tell your story as a, a megaphone through your customers. That's it, your best person. It is amazing, and I have to say that uh, the thing that I feel um, super lucky for, and then we take very seriously we view it as our responsibility to take care of the community to take care of those different parts of our ecosystem um, but the fact that we don't really have to ask for the stories because they want to tell them so right. we are finding the stories um, we sometimes will contact people and they want to tell us more of them sure but the fact that people want to talk about our brand that people want to talk about our the experience that they're having with the brand and even with a new product like Waze Carpool I mean it's not it is a hard hard challenge to get people to think differently mm-hmm. um, it is a product that is not easy to build very different than our navigation app and we love it when people actually also give the feedback about it. Like we, we like those stories actually are just as important for different reasons right? Um, as the ones that are those delightful magical moments that people want to shout about or, you know, when they found a new voice on the Waze app that changed not just their their drive themselves, but had their children dancing in the back seat in their car seats with right. Cookie Monster. I mean, <laughs> those things are the things that um, we want to be known for. You yeah. know, we want we want to improve people's lives um, by making those moments better. Right. And so you've been able to do that personally, make those moments better over the last two years. I'm, I'm curious what the vision you have for Waze is over the next two or the next four or five or whatever whatever <laughs> well, timeline you want to put it question. on. That's an easy question. Yeah, you think you were in an interview today? Yeah, you are. Um, uh, it's more of a job interview question, actually. I, but I'm, curi- <laughs> I'm, I'm curious because, you know, uh, of course, looking forward to the next... 10 years or, or whatever uh, you know you plan to do what's what's the next carpool you know what what's out there for you what do you think as a business mm-hmm. or as rent so i mean i think right now we are we are definitely focused on improving the experience of of ways carpool and continuing to innovate on the experience of ways um we think about the start of bo- both of those things we think um at a very hyper local level um, so, you know, I think that going forward, you'll continue to see ways innovate on features that are very sort of, you know, uniquely driving experiences, obviously, right. but also things that only ways can do at a very hyper local level. Uh, an example of that would be things that we can do because our map editors, our volunteer map editors give us that information. So things like toll pricing which is probably the newest feature things like we did with the HOV lanes mm-hmm. um, most recently in three countries um, between Europe and South America our volunteer map editors installed beacons in 27 different tunnels so that you don't have blackout moments in your navigation which as we know is oh, really yeah, dangerous of course so I think that on the way side you'll continue to see us really innovate on things that um, help you in the community that you live in that not are not necessarily things that are global or even national Got it. Um, and really things that we can only do because we you know we have an amazing 
technology, but we have these volunteer map editors in different parts of the ecosystem who contribute to that. Of course. Um, on the waste carpool side, um, we're going to continue to innovate on the product um, so that it is an easier experience, a better experience. We're learning a lot from you know, all of the millions of carpools that have happened to date. Um, so we can continue to make that experience better. So that's from the business side. And from a marketing side, you know, our job is to, you know, get more people um, to use Waze more often. Yeah. And we do that by, you know, inviting participation in our storytelling, giving people, giving our Wazers or Waze carpoolers things to talk about, things to tell their friends about, um, things to push out in their, you know, in their own ecosystems. And I think that, you know, trying to continue to build ways that way, which goes back to our very beginnings um, as a marketer is the challenge that, you know, I look forward to every day. Yeah, I'm sure. And in, in terms of what you're looking forward to, in terms of what other people can look forward to in their careers as they emulate your path, I'm curious as part of this last question, I'm going to close out with this to get your advice because people who listen to this show are largely marketers or they're students of the craft. Yep. I mean, they're sole proprietors. They go all the way up to Fortune 500 companies and they are often seeking advice or just insight from these leaders of these big global brands, how the heck to become a more, and I'm going to use authentic marketer because that's the point of the show, yeah. but to build a more authentic brand. You know, over the last 20, 25 minutes, we, you know, you've made clear how Waze has like created that web of community through carpool, through other things. Now, not everybody has access to tech like yeah. that, but they certainly can embody that mentality. What advice would you give those people who were maybe just starting out or maybe trying to push a brand to get closer to that? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think that, uh, again, I think while most brands are uh, most most brands or most marketers who are you know leading brands, we're always trying to march towards sort of creating a moment or a movement. Like yep. How do you get them on? As I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, you know, Waze is a brand um, that is a result of people and communities coming together to create a movement. So we, in that way, um, were one, very fortunate, but also um, take that responsibility very seriously. So the advice I would give, whichever way you're going, is um, you, you have to be better at listening um, and pulling in the things that are important to the audiences that matter to you and use that as your starting point for anything that you do. Uh, we, again, invest a lot of time talking to our users in various ways. So, yes, in social channels and things that you expect marketing organizations to do. But with our you know, map editors, who are such an important part of our ecosystem, we see them a lot. We see them in regions, in local cities, in national meetups. We just had our big global meetup in Israel, um, which brings together our champs. So I would say, like, listen to the communities that matter to you and make sure that they feel heard that they feel like their voices and opinions and inputs matter um and build from there listening is crucial and for those listening now i hope you take that advice with you <laughs> and i hope you've enjoyed listening to aaron's first podcast very first podcast and thank you much for thank you very much for joining it's been great to have you yeah thank you Thank you so much to Aaron Clift from Waze for joining us. It was so great to hear about everything Waze is doing, especially with Carpool. And let's just say I hope that that is yet another turn in the right direction for the brand. 
If you like this show, if you've liked it over the last year, if you think you'll like it over the next year, and you want to let me know, there's a number of ways that you can do that. The first thing you can do is leave me a rating and review. This is across iTunes or wherever else you listen. It's just that public forum, uh, which is that signal of validation that I love to see, but also a great way to get feedback. You can also connect on LinkedIn, Authentic Influence Podcast, or with me directly, Adam Connor, and share your thoughts. It would be great to hear from you. I'll be back again on Thursday with another fantastic conversation with a top marketer who gets more authentic each and every day by mobilizing their masses. And until then, and for Authentic Influence, I've been your host, Adam Connor, and you'll hear from me again next time.